Hello and welcome to the final episode of the Hybrid Moments podcast with your host, The Catholic. Most likely the final episode of, of my college career. Um, I'll try to continue this one way or another in, in, in my personal life. Um, I'd like to get into a little bit of podcasting. I'd like to actually, like, hopefully when the pandemic dies down and however long it takes, like, you know, in a year or so, um, I can gather up enough materials and, and, and supplies to, or gear, I should say, to actually have a, a, a fairly functional listenable podcast um that'd be quite nice um it'd be quite nice you know, you know follow a little bit of my dreams you know have my dreams as a bit of a hobby as i as i work my ass off in life uh if i can get a job um and yeah no um it'll be interesting in life so um the path i've chosen as a career is one of years of pain and ramen noodles and i'm okay with that i'm pretty okay with that but uh as i said before my last episode this will be part two of just talking about manga talking about weeb crap because you know i like weeb stuff um not too much weeb stuff but um the other thing I will be talking about of manga I've been reading recently and that I've been loving is I've recently found, not have really found, but I've discovered in a way, um, a manga artist and writer that's been around for many years um, named Junji Ito. And um, he's been the writer of, you know, pretty famous horror manga like Uzumaki which is getting a anime adaptation exclusively airing on Toonami which is you know on Adult Swim I think in spring of 2021 which is quite exciting um as well as uh Tomie and uh Gyo I think is what that one's called but uh he really does a lot of short stories and for years i think fragments of horror was his kind of his like you know big seller um when it came to the short stories but recently viz media one of the the, the top people in in uh manga publication released uh three volumes uh of collections of his short stories, uh, beginning, I believe, with Shiver, Smashed, and Frankenstein. Or if um, you're, or if you've seen uh, Young Frankenstein, Frankenstein. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, starting with Shiver. Yeah, this. Uh, oof. Does uh, Junji Ito know how to make just? disturbing imagery um that's mostly what he's known for is he has very a very distinct realistic more or less um approach to his art um he's a very interesting guy like a personally like as a human being of like interviews he seems like just like a gentle like nice soul and from what I've heard from like 
other people that have like worked on his manga is that he's a very generous just nice guy just like tends to his work he um like ever since i think college kept this bunk bed that has kind of like it's a bed at top but underneath is like a little nook where you can like put a desk and stuff and he has a guest room that he just like that's where he does his art is just under a desk and uh or uh, under a bunk bed uh which i think is pretty funny um and uh yeah no like this guy puts extreme extreme uh detail in his uh his horror um all of his short stories kind of just like start the same where everything's just pretty ambiguous pretty just calm and cool until things get really twisted and just really scary um yeah no yeah and it, it always takes like 10 pages or sometimes 30 pages for things to get scary uh which i think is perfectly fine because um to me the best part of horror is like getting to know your characters having a reason to care when horrible things are happening so he definitely takes his time not just in the art itself but he takes you know careful consideration into the pacing of the story and or uh, the, the character development is what i meant to say he takes careful consideration into the character development um so yeah um in uh, the the shiver collection book um I, I will say my favorite of these is um greased and was it the hanging blimp i think more so the hanging blimp is just what's really weird um at first it's just about a model who commits suicide or an actress i think um she's of some type of famous person that commits suicide but um the suicide went like horribly wrong so it liked when she hung herself it like didn't break her neck it just like flayed off like half her face like it, her her skin just ripped off so it's just this horrific imagery of that but then um she becomes kind of like a ghost and you see just like like people are like you know saying reports of like, oh my god we saw that famous person flying in the air they just looked really weird and then people kind of noticed it more and more and people notice that like oh that's that's weird they're like the body's small but the head is gigantic and some kid sees himself in the air as a giant head and just a tiny body his head just like looks like a balloon and the balloon floats down to him and then makes him commit suicide <laughs> and then a bunch of like replica versions of people just start like floating in the air they're just like giant head balloons and i realize this sounds ridiculous and stupid and it kind of is like the way it's treated is very silly where you think it's this horrible dark story but then it devolves into somewhat a comedy and a commentary on just 
worth ethic, work ethic, um, and how a lot of people would rather die trying to go to work than just staying home when something bad is happening and tending to their family and being considerate of other things other than work. And, um, I think it's, it's pretty interesting. Um, it's definitely, uh, uh, not a commentary on like a government type of thing. It's a commentary on just like the human person in general. Um, greased on the other hand is this awful grotesque story of, um, what is it like a family that lives above a, uh, like a, uh, uh, a restaurant. So their walls are just like constantly covered in grease and the mother passes away and the, uh, the father kind of goes crazy and the brother goes crazy and like the 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 sister is just like counting down the days till she probably goes insane and it's just really unnerving like the brother's so abusive and vile and disgusting he, he drinks oil till his face just starts getting like covered in pimples and pus and it leads to one of the most disgusting scenes i've ever seen in anything that I, I, I don't want to describe right now because I I feel a little bit woozy thinking about it. I mean, Junji definitely uh, drew it in full detail in this book. So uh, check out Shiver. It, it has how many short stories? Uh, let's see, like six. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, I was wrong. Uh, yes has nine short stories, uh, nine excellent short stories that I, I, I recommend to anyone. Now, the second one to release was Smashed. And Smashed was, uh, um, I don't know if it was as good as Shiver, but um, I really liked it. Earthbound was pretty cool, that story. But um, my favorite, and to me, the, one of the, and, and it's not even that scary. But I don't know why I really liked it was um blood sucking darkness um which is you know about a a girl that develops um you know both like anorexia and bulimia, and that kind of hits hard to me since i've 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 struggled most with my own eating disorders um and there's yeah, it's just about this girl that you know gets an eating disorder or two. <laughs> And this guy that's obsessed with her and he uh, kind of just wants to, uh, he, he's obsessed to her to the point where he gets the same eating disorder and he starves himself and becomes as sickly as her. And you just find out really creepy stuff that's been happening. And yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to spoil too much of that, but it gets pretty gross <laughs> And then, uh, pretty freaky. Uh, there's just like one image specifically that I, I just never really liked involving a decapitated head. I'll spoil that a little bit, but there is a head that gets decapitated and I've never been a fan of that. Um, yeah, everything else in, uh, in Smashed is pretty good. Um, 
Yeah, I'm trying to trying to think. Uh, what was the one like the the cover? Um, the um, they did a really weird thing where the cover of Smashed is from a different story than the actual story of Smashed. Um, because Shiver is the name of one of his short stories, but the cover of Shiver is a combination of a bunch of characters in the stories. But Smashed is a, a blown out picture of one of the panels of one of the stories that isn't Smashed. It's confusing, and I'm not a fan of that. Um, I think they definitely could have marketed that a lot better. Um, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Flipping through these is just terrifying. Um, da, da, da. So it's that one. Dang. Um, yeah, no, I can't remember. Oh, well, I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna move on for that. Cause I, for, for the other books I want to talk about, I, I'd rather take a lot more time with that. Uh, but yeah, Frankenstein is the final one in the, in this collection. Um, oh, by the way, if you're looking into getting any of these, um, they are, uh, $22.99, a little pricey, but I would say they're pretty worth it. They're uh, pretty solid hardcovers, um, and they're nice covers. Like on I, I put these out on display on my shelves because I just like the covers. I think they're they're creepy and they're gross, and they're 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 just fun to have people stare at them and just be a little uncomfy. But um, I haven't read all through the Frankenstein, uh, book. Uh, because it's, I think a little more than half of it is, uh, Junji Ito's, um, like telling of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Uh, it's pretty faithful to Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Uh, he just literally puts pictures into it and changes the script a little bit. Um, there's actually a really funny, uh, translation error in it, um, when he first, uh, when uh, Frankenstein uh, first puts together the monster, or as he calls it the creature, he um, <coughs> he says, uh, "Tonight I am become God," and I I just think that's just a very uh, interesting translation error that you know this book probably went by how many different people, and nobody questioned. The line tonight, I am become God. You know, n- nobody just, you know, caught that. I don't know if there's a re, um, if there's been like reorders of this where they changed it and they fixed it. Um, I should probably look into that. I should probably go to like a Barnes and Noble and, and, and check if they kind of re, redid it. Cause I, I, I am pretty. Pretty curious about that. Um, uh, yeah, no, uh, pretty good. I'm just, uh, I, I think how he makes the, uh, the, the creature Frankenstein's monster, that is probably really good. He makes him like extremely tall and like his skin looks like rotted flesh because it is supposed to be rotted flesh, but like. It, it's it's kind of gross. You know when like you wake up, like when you sleep too long and you just have like like those eye boogers, but they're like 
really bad ones or like if you've ever had like a bad case of pink eye how it's just all like disgusting and you know it's just sticky um you kind of see that in the creature's eyes where like when it like blinks it has like strands of slime just like oozing from its eyes and it's like teeth are just like kind of just like thin and rotted and it's like it, it the, the creature becomes like very poetic and very like uh intelligent as it you know uh experiences life more and so it's kind of just like it it, it adds a le- level of of disturbing when it's like spouting off all this philosophical you know jargon about life and death and it's just like this grotesque rotting face that's just like spouting out all this stuff ugh i ah uh, it's uh it, it it's definitely a good one it's um yeah i i recommend this one i think more so if you really want any single volumes from it i recommend uh getting a uh, shiver and i do believe shiver has a uh a short story with Tomie. Um, and if you do want to get any of like Junji Ito's books, uh, Tomie and um, I think primarily Uzumaki, check out Uzumaki. That is one book that's like three volumes. Uh, but recently they just have like a three in one collection that's like twenty something bucks. Completely worth it. Get it. It's a really creepy creepy story and adult swims coming out with an anime of it that's looks really cool it's going to be in monochrome black and white um it just yeah no looks fantastic oh let me get a sip of water before i talk about my last thing (sighs) i do think the water helped because um other episodes I was trying to, you know, drink to, you know, moisten my, uh, my throat. I know. Yeah. I was using iced tea and, uh, it still just like dried my throat out and it just really sucked. But I think the water is a way better choice. Uh, I should be drinking more water anyway. Uh, I gotta stop with the sugar. It's just really hard. It really is a drug. Sugar's a drug, everyone. It's it's official. But the final thing I'll be talking about is something that the fandom is very toxic about. This has one of the most toxic fan bases I've been ever been a part of. Part of me, it's for no good reason and for all the right reasons at the same time. And I think there's been a lot of people that like when they get into anime, they always encounter at least one to five people who tell them to watch Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. And I've read Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. I've seen it. I've 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 seen the entire series or at least what they've released so far. I don't know how many times. Now let me tell you, when I first started getting back into anime, I looked into this show. I I I tried the first uh the first uh part called phantom blood i really tried i tried so many times and i hated it 
I, I, I didn't find what was so crazy about it. I didn't find what was so interesting about it. It was just a cheesy soap opera. And then just, I don't know, one day, I decided I'll watch it. But I decided to watch it subbed. I watched it in its original Japanese, English subtitles. And instantly, I got it. I understood. Just the voice acting of the original Japanese actors blew me out of the water of how over-the-top and, and, and silly it was. Um, I do think the English voice actors took it too seriously. I think they tried to act more instead of just it being this insane kind of just silly fairy tale. They, they, they just took it too seriously. And in, in the original Japanese dub, it's, it's, it's exactly what it needs to be. And I continued on with it. I got to part two and it was even crazier. I got to part three. It was crazy long crazy weird and just bizarre and then I got to part four and fell in love with every character in that part not every character but it became just like really cool really interesting um really just different than a lot of other animes and a lot of other mangas then you get to part five and you're like this is the gayest thing I've ever seen in my life or one of the gayest things and it's amazing um the uh, originally um, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure came out in I believe 1987, uh, written by uh, Hirohiko Araki, and uh, it came out at the time of Fist of the North Star, which is you know pretty popular. What's known as shonen, and shonen is your basic action adventure genre. Uh, it came out around time same time as that. And a lot of what readers just wanted was more Fists of the North Star. So, Kintaro Miyara, uh, not, Jesus, uh, Hirohiko Araki was pinned to make a new Fists of the North Star, basically, to, to you know, make, you know, a, a, a generic version to keep readers interested. And so he created JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, which threw a lot of people off because it started off as like a soap opera. Started off dramatic, like, "Oh Dio, you have sullied my lady. I will fight you now." Oh, and then it's just like that. And then by the next chapter, like all the characters have grown up, and they're all buff and jacked and giant, and then magic gets introduced into it and then it's just vampires are introduced and it just escalates and escalates and escalates to just pure insanity and over the 30 plus years uh almost 40 years now that it's been uh not even 40 it's it, it's been it's been just about like uh, over 30 a little over 30 years that it's been around it's gained such a tremendous following such a dedicated fan base that it's just at this pinnacle right now that's pretty much unstoppable I, w I would say um 
the basic gist of the story is um, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure is about a family bloodline known as the Joe Stars that battle against evil. Whether it's with magic or weird ghost people that fight that that, that come from their their uh their soul's energy, quote unquote. Um called stands that fight for you, or if it's just a weird little magic that makes objects spin so fast they become they become like lethal weapons. Um it's uh it is truly bizarre. Um yeah, the, the the characters they uh the the artist himself Hirohiko Araki um is known for uh he, he at first did a lot of just like big buff characters and then he started adding fashion into them and the poses a lot of uh, JoJo's mostly known for like doing poses and stuff and a lot of it's based off of fashion models and 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 um album covers and the majority of his characters are named after, um, you know, bands, uh, musical artists, albums, songs. Um, I mean, one of the best characters in the show and honestly in anime in general, his name is Robert E.O. Speedwagon. Uh, you know, that REO Speedwagon. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty good time. Uh, the English translations, unfortunately, are censored because... Um, American copyright is much different than Japanese copyright. So, um, you know, at some point there's a character named, uh, Wham, but for the American, you know, subs, as well as in the manga and in, uh, the anime, like the English dub, uh, they have to call him Wamu instead of Wham. And that's kind of the same thing with a bunch of other characters where their names just had to be changed. Like Golden Experience, which is named after the Prince album. It has to be called Golden Wind. So it's just... It it, it just hits different when you um, read the American stuff. So <coughs> a lot of you know fans just... When you watch it, you watched it sub. You watch it subbed solely for the voice acting, and so you can at least hear the real names of the characters instead of the fake names. Um. Yeah. Oh, uh, dang! I lost my place. Oh, also, again with that, because of the censorship, I have resorted to unfortunately having to read, um, translations online. Now that are not exactly legal to have online, um, or at least legal for the website to publish these. Um, yeah, it's a uh, it's a good time. I I recommend looking up uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure on Manga Dex. It's pretty awesome. <coughs> it's a uh, it's a very long series, but I think uh, you can you can get by with reading, like probably the entire series. Uh, in a week if, if you're reading it constantly and like on your downtime all the time you, you can get through it in a week or two like it, it doesn't take that long at all honestly um and i think it's worth it it's a very fun it's a very interesting thing i'm in the middle of part six which has been pretty awesome it's kind of a a, a prison break type of story and uh yeah 
it's it's fun in all all the different ways and directions it goes it's it's pretty unpredictable it's pretty just hilarious in all the right places um and it it, it also gets extremely emotional sometimes <coughs> there's been a couple times where i've cried it's a it's good it's some good stuff i'm sure i, I i'm explaining this terribly and probably nobody wants to watch it but um that's that's okay. That's okay. Check it out if you want. Don't check it out. But uh, that's just my recommendation. Thank you so much for uh, all the time that uh, I've been given to, to come out with this podcast. I know it's been rough. I know it hasn't been very good uh, as it could have been with, um, you know, especially, uh, you know, having the, the possibility of going to, to the uh, the studio on campus and playing the music I want to play and doing all that jazz, having actual guests, that would have been nice, but that's just how things go. <clears throat> Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all all of you, and I hope you all stay safe and have an awesome Christmas. Uh, have an awesome New Year's. Have an awesome Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Happy holidays. That's what I should say. Happy holidays. You're always loved, and you're never alone. Take it, take it easy. Stay safe. Love you.